transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you there. Uh, <laughs> what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Um, this. So, do you? I I haven't asked this question yet because, um, I kind of like the element of mystery. But can, is there like, is there actually like a good amount of people that listen to this? But, ju- yeah, there there shockingly are. Uh, <laughs> I would say. That, and, th- you know, this is just a tribute to you hot dogs. Like, there's, on a regular basis, there's at least, like, anywhere between 1,000 and 1,500 people that listen to this podcast every month. And that's, that's, with, uh, that's with us not putting <laughs> any work into putting it out there. That's amazing. Is, we should start putting, yeah. So surprising to me. Every time I look at it, it it's an encouraging thing. And I, that's why I try to I try to pass it along to everybody else. I, I don't do a good job of it. So I'm glad you actually brought it up. And it reminds me to take these moments on recordings to say, like, thank you to everybody yeah, that does listen. Because it's definitely that's amazing. It's, it's a wild notion, man. It's like I don't know. I just I I I just always assume they're like maybe one or two of my friends will fucking listen to these, but you right. Know, yeah. There's there's no way I know that many people. And then when I look at like the spread, we have people that listen in Australia. We have like listeners in you know, like inter- in Russia. We have listeners internationally. Like that's awesome. You know? And so it's whether it's like people coming back for more or people checking us out for the first time. Like we're we're out there in people's faces. You know what I mean? And I think that's fucking. It's great. It's it's brilliant to me. I think yeah, it'd be. I, I'm not good with like social media stuff, but that'd be cool to like, you know, maybe start trying to advertising it a little more, getting you know, getting some more ears or new viewers. Oh, totally. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a it's a constant strive, man. We're gonna you know, uh, be working on that actually coming up real soon here. The the the. the the Instagram and the other social media that we do have for old hearts been stagnant for too long. And it's been one of those things I feel bad because I know the hot dogs, uh, they need, they need a little more from us and uh, we'll give it to them, I guess. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, dude, it'll be, uh, it's, I don't know. Like I said, I appreciate actually you bringing it up because it's just a good reminder that yeah. I don't know. People like the sounds of our voices. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, uh, this is a kind of like a, a sort of bonus Whack Arms yeah. Brothers episode, if you will. Um, Number 23. 23? Tw- yeah. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Okay. 23. Uh, you know, and, and being that time of year and, uh, you know, being a, a horror movie podcast and fans of horror for for very long time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we felt like it would it'd be a good opportunity just to, like, dive into some general, you know, like thoughts on like why we love horror and like what we love out of horror and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's always a, I don't know. October just brings it out in, in you, but you, if you're a real horror fan, you have it all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's, that's like one of my favorite things that I used to say to people is like, uh, you know, I, uh, 
I watch I watch horror movies all year, like a lot of them. But Halloween's the one month of the year where I don't get judged for it. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? It's true though. It's true. Like it feels like sometimes, sometimes when you're popping on the slasher movie in, in July, everybody like people look at you like what? Why? <laughs> Why not? Why yeah, not, man? It's just as entertaining as it is yeah, in October. There's yeah. are there are those like group of people that will only specifically watch Halloween during, you know, the spooky season or whatever. So Yeah, they're like the same people that follow the Seahawks when they're winning having a winning season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. They're they're the they're the twelfth man of of Halloween of uh, oh, horror movies. <laughs> so yeah. but no uh, I mean no hey I guess I just yeah I people can appreciate yeah, it is how what they it is. what do they yeah. appreciate when they appreciate it. I just happen yeah. to enjoy it at any given well, time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, like just like some of my like most early memories with like horror movies were uh things that my my dad didn't connect with mm-hmm. me a lot when I was like when I was growing up. And some of the only things we ever connected on were horror movies science fiction and like you know writing and every now and then you know stuff like that okay uh and so like some of the earliest things i remember like horror movie wise were like things that he showed me he had a laser disc player back in the day and he had this big box that was like the it was the original alien and it had like the iconic like cover with like the glowing egg and it was mm-hmm. so ominous and creepy just that like you looked at it and you were, as a kid and you're just like what the hell is that like what is this movie and then when he shows it to you you fucking shit your pants because you're terrified yeah <laughs> you know? it's, not literally folks i didn't do that but it was terrifying <laughs> it's it's ironic that you say that because like sci-fi movies like movies like alien or like predator were probably like my segue into horror because those Definitely. were sci-fi movies that had horror elements you know what i mean totally dude because Nin- alien yeah. 1979 was was it i think it's considered probably one of like the foundational like at science fiction horror movie it's a horror yeah. movie in space it, it, and it's yeah. and rightly so dude it has oh like it gives you this like claustrophobic feeling and this like inescapable feeling like you don't get in other movies sometimes you know because mm. because you can't go outside <laughs> right right <laughs> you know anyway it, but yeah that that that's interesting that you had that also because like that was so, like i said like i i think like that and like particularly things like um also like terminator and terminator 2 uh, uh, dude you hit it on the head Term- yeah like Term- <laughs> terminator <laughs> Terminator 2 is the first movie that I remember being like my favorite movie watching it all the time dude the first time I watched Terminator 2 I was so terrified not yeah. only of Robert Patrick as to the T-1000 oh uh, but, amazing which iconic but but also just that sequence where uh, Sarah Connor has a dream sequence of the nuclear apocalypse and she's like holding oh, on to the fence and like she just turns to a skeleton and like it's so great yeah it's fucking gnarly and then like yeah. as a kid you watch that and you're just like <gasps> yeah <laughs> you know like yeah that was those were all precursors to like my me getting yeah. into horror you know yeah. what i mean yeah exactly and then and then from there like as i was able to get older you know 
I started to be able to experience like some some you know movies on uh, on my own, and and then my dad also started showing us more more horror movies. Like not to my nice. mom, my mom is like the sweetest nicest person, but she uh, she's like she's like one of, it's one of those people. She doesn't like witches, you know. She thinks they're evil, and the and she doesn't like she doesn't <laughs> like spooky things. And so she so like it was like my mom would go to work, and my dad would show us all the movies she didn't want oh, us to man. watch. You know? That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like you know you said <laughs> like and and so that that was again like I said like that was like a lot of that kind of introduction like the probably the first times i saw a halloween movie it was probably something that he was like he put on just that's like in, cool. in, in passing you know or whatever um uh, that's awesome but then you know it also kind of like that, that that buck did stop at like certain things you know like i didn't get exposed to a lot of like the juicy stuff like i didn't i didn't get to see texas chainsaw massacre for you know until i went out on my own and got a cop got my hands on a copy you know and okay uh, you know stuff like that um when did you start really getting into like horror horror like so like i said like um i got my start with like the sci-fi that had like horror elements and then um i don't know i remember like watching a couple like i remember i have memories of like watching child's play and being really frightened the first time i saw that which is funny to think about now but yeah, uh yeah my my first so uh, I, I was living in missouri and um my parents would um like every week like my dad was in the navy my mom was a stay-at-home mom um so in the weekend they liked on friday nights they liked to go to to this same bar they'd go to the same bar every friday night and on fridays so i'd be left alone with my sister and she sometimes would end up going and doing her own thing and leaving me home alone and i remember i don't remember how i got into it but every friday i would look forward to uh on TNT, they had this thing called Monster Vision. Yo! Yeah, with, with Joe Bob Briggs. And every Friday, I would do my best to stay up and just watch these random, like, it's, you know, some of them were, like, B-grade or weird or low-budget. But I just that was my first introduction to, like, staying up and watching two horror movies back-to-back. And that was probably my first time seeing, like, different types of horror movies and just loving it. So Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's such a great yeah that that's uh like a really good way of getting introduced to stuff because you know and and joe bob still does like yeah it's uh, fucking awesome like what's it called it's like at the drive-in or something like that like with joe bob a couple of them yeah they're all on uh, shutter yeah it's great yeah dude like my 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 little brother who's just over ethan he actually uh sat down we watched like a handful of like the episodes uh nice that he has up like like uh Oh man, what was it like Dead Cop or something like that? <laughs> dead oh, Heat or whatever, man, like you know. Oh, Dead Heat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that. Like there's, you know, yeah. And, and it, it's it's really like horror is. I mean, there's been the, like Joe Bob is a great example. Uh, Elvira is another one. True. Um, um, of like, I really love those those kinds of like sh- like shows where they show you the movies that you don't like you don't probably have a chance to like pick up you know good point uh, yeah and and they give you like actual like information or commentary like in between ta- in between commercial yeah. breaks and yeah. that you learn some things about the movies themselves and like that's one of the things about horror too 
uh is that like it's not just about like always the the movies and what happened like the plot of the movie and the characters of the movie sometimes you watch these to see the awesome like special effects and to learn it mm-hmm. and to so like to get shows like those where you learn little tidbits about maybe how they got that killed you know they did that scene or whatever it was like it's always really fucking interesting because yeah that was my first time seeing like the fly i was one i i remember but that was like my love of horror like from there just like went into the stratosphere you know what i mean that was like my first because like every now and then i'd watch a movie with my dad with like on hbo or whatever but there was where i got more of like uh more of a um, chance to see all these different movies and then it just went from there yeah well, and that's that's you know something I really appreciate about uh, sh- about Shutter right now. You mentioned it earlier. Like, is that is that they, you know, a lot of the others like uh, places you can stream things right now. Like their horror movie selections are fairly a wash, uh, except for like this time of year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what what's nice is that is that sh- you know like I, I've been loving being able to like get on Shutter and find like new or random like old movies that like. I, you know, it, it feels like going to a video store sometimes and like totally, finding those random totally. like picks in between like the big names, you know, here's the, here's the fly here. And then like, you know, in between that and the next Cronenberg movie, there's like a slew of different titles that you're just like, what the fuck is that? Oh, sure. I'll check that out. Like, yeah, they do. They do have a great array of like blockbuster to B or C grade horror movies are really great for and horror movies. Like it's, a, it is, like you said, it's, it's not just like your typical run of the mill, like, and I'm not knocking other things, but like, you're going to find more than just like your poltergeist or your Texas chainsaw mat. Like you're going to find all kinds of shit that you've never even heard of. Totally. Totally. Cause you know, that was, uh, I, I think like one of the things that like really all like back in the back when I was still kind of formative and getting it, like, you know, my tastes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the things that really got me sucked into horror even more was, things like going to like Vidal video or Hollywood video back in, back in the day, uh, and like spending mm-hmm. hours oh, yeah. perusing through the store and going through the horror section in particular, you would find some of the most like eye popping covers. And, oh, for sure. And like, like cool logos and stuff. And it was just like, it was enough to just like suck you into being like, what is that? Like, you it's know, so it, it's so great. You said that. Cause I wish that was still a thing because it's so true. You, I, you would just go and just be captivated by these covers and like, I've got to fucking see this. You know yeah. what I mean? As a, as like a, a quasi collector, I'm not, I'm not, I can't even call myself a collector. Uh, right. I, but as, a, as like somebody who dabbles, I suppose, you know, like that's the beauty of like of of finding things now is is that like you still get that that fucking like attachment. Hell yeah! Like, like, like I just picked up that. I don't know if you saw it. That that alien box set the 20th yeah, anniversary classic. box set yeah. with like the vhs like that just but just like that uh the the silver like alien like you know the the xenomorph on the box like that kind mm-hmm. of like has a rough pop out and it just it like that's enough to just like dr- like visually just fucking suck you right in like that's a great like a great example because mm-hmm. it just happened to me but <laughs> but yeah uh yeah that that was always something that caught my eye and like made me like drawn in you know like the the simplicity of the halloween cover for the original movie oh god yeah but but how iconic that is like mm-hmm. that that like for some reason always fascinated me like like totally you know, and uh 
you know like, like i mentioned the alien one earlier that that was like an, another good one but it's it's you know or another cool thing was going to the stores too and they would have like uh like uh, pop-up dioramas or like when I was a kid in Missouri, yeah. the, the, the store we would go to, the guy had, it was the first time I'd ever seen a real life, like a uh, um, Chucky doll and always being like, oh. I fucking want that. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause I wasn't like super accessible at the time. Now they have all these companies that have made reproductions, but like, I just remember going to the store always and being like, just fascinated by the fucking Chucky doll on the wall. Yo, dude. And you know, you mentioned Chucky earlier. Like I was going to, I was going to jump on with you and be like the first time I remember the first time when I was younger and I saw Chucky, like I was definitely in that demographic that was like, yeah. I'm fucking scared of this doll, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. It made you have this fear of like, am I going to go to sleep tonight? And my, teddy bear is gonna fucking kill me you know what Dude, i mean straight up it was it's a sinister toy story <laughs> <laughs> but like but like you know uh, yeah as an adult those movies and uh, you know have just become fun uh, yeah uh but yeah they they you know i i just feel like i think one of the things that like i've always enjoyed uh, like about about scary movies and horror movies and, and you know in general is is you know besides things like the the awesome visuals and like the the you know the, sometimes they like the compelling stories of like why is like you know this unstoppable force just you know tearing through these people sometimes like because you have that with so many characters right like freddie and jay so many of the bigs we'll say mm -hmm. um but but i loved i, I just i loved i love the this the 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 feeling of getting spooked sometimes yeah you know for like sure, it's it's for a, sure. it's a really exhilarating feeling and like i know that sounds like weird maybe but but it's 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 fun to be scared sometimes it is you know it what is. i mean yeah it gets your heart pumping and your blood moving and you know you get all wide-eyed and you're just like what the fuck is happening next and like, yeah you know? it's a good point whether that's like watching like a really great horror movie or you know going to a fucking haunted house or something like like those kind of elements of getting spooked for some reason i'm just one of those people that that really hits like mm -hmm. it, you know, i hear you uh and and so yeah that i think that that's always it's you know it's it's one of the things you keep going back to horror movies for you know you're just mm -hmm. like why man and like it gets kind of <laughs> it gets sort of increasing as a go because there's you're sort of like at times you're sort of like okay is this gonna get me nah it didn't get me what what will get me though <laughs> you know like what like yeah. Horror, horror for me was always like a comfort too because you know um i don't want i don't want to get into it too much but i uh you know growing up i i had some really awful um things happen in my home life and my personal life and horror no matter what was going on horror was always there as like a comfort like if i was having a bad day or you know my mom was super sick and I was just horror was always there for me yeah and then and then also like my dad would watch horror movies with me and so in a weird way like horror also whenever i watch horror i can have that like connection with them that i don't have anymore because they're not here so yeah for me it's a little more personal um no, I, I, think, yeah. I think that's, I a, be that's a beautiful sentiment man like because like that is it's like you can get those attachments with those kind of activities and they become it's really really awesome that that to think about that dynamic of something that can be like scary and spooky and frightening giving comfort 
You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Uh, I think that is an incredible thing, honestly. So, yeah, Thank that, you. yeah, but that's, that's, I mean, you know, that's the, one of the reasons we're doing this, this, this cast is because like, you know, I, I feel like I'm a horror movie fan, but I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's doing a disservice to the phrase horror movie fans, because then you put me next to you and you, sir, are like a true horror movie fan. Like, you, <laughs> like, like your knowledge goes like far deeper than, than, than my well, you know, and, and, and it's always impressed me because it's like, it's something that we've all, we both shared. And it's so it's, it's just always awesome to have like, you know, that person by your side that you can like, you know fucking look to and they're like had they have another fact for you about this thing i mean like i may but, not but, know it all but yeah i got i got some good you know you got some tidbits. Goods. uh but but you know like aside from you know some of those like uh you know sort of like bigger like bigger names what are what what not not that's not what i'm trying to say um what was like in terms of, like some of those bigger names what what was like your f- first franchise or like or hmm. you know big kind of like series that you started trying to follow do you hmm. so i remember like being younger and still living in missouri and kind of like how you said like michael was your favorite like freddie i think or sorry jason i think like as mainstream as Jason is now, like, I think that he was probably one of those first franchises that I really liked that helped me get into other horror. Cause I remember like being just young and watching one of them on TV. And then it was at a time where you could, they weren't as accessible as they were now. Um, and it would be like during Halloween season or whatever, where they'd have a marathon. And I'd just be like, Oh, I got to figure out what these movies are playing. Like I got to watch the rest of these. Like I just watched, the second one, like, when's the third one going to be on? And, like, looking through TV Guide or whatever, because, you know, this, we're talking about the 90s at the time. Dude, yeah, you but know, I, going through the paper and grabbing the guide or whatever. And, like, yeah. sometimes even highlighting or circling, like, what time slots the, the things you're fucking needing to watch are on. Because, but that was also a time where I watched some of those out of uh, order. So yeah. I remember as I got older, it was funny because I would, I would re-watch the movies and I would, like, be like, oh... So this is yeah. like the order. This is how it's supposed to be. Like I watch this. You know what I mean? So that I'm was one so of the first ones you... where, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm where so I glad. wanted I wanted to hunt hunt down and watch all of those. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that that's that that's exactly like what happened to me with most horror franchises. Like, uh, it was so like accessibility growing up was so spotty between like, yeah yeah between like what it was around town and like what my parents would even like let me watch at times. Fair. Uh, because like i said my dad we get he'd, he'd show me stuff at like you know after my mom went to work sometimes but sometimes he played the bad cop too i suppose uh but anyway so so it, it's just it was like you watch so many things like like almost all the horror movie or the halloween movies like i didn't watch in, in any sort of order until no. like i until you know i could look it up online myself <laughs> you know and like stuff like that right uh but that was i mean and i kind of it didn't necessarily like as like a young viewer it didn't necessarily fully impact my like want to watch you know the you know the more you know, because it was just sort of like even though you know you maybe had like a reoccurring character 
you were it wasn't i guess like the the chapters necessarily weren't as important as like just the thrill of like the individual movie you know mm-hmm. um so it didn't really seem to like be like a huge issue until like you realize that there was like an order to everything yeah. and then you're like oh shit i've been watching it all wrong because I, I remember that as a kid it just not making sense it, it was like wait why is he like he was just wearing a hockey mask in the last one why is he wearing a, a burlap sack over his head in this one because they would play him out of order you know? yeah so yeah you get older not only do you finally watch him in the right sequential order but you also because you're watching those on TV, now you get to watch like the full version of the movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, and you know, like besides like uh, some of those like like I said, like some of those big franchises and stuff like that, there was like you know, it, like like you were like kind of talking about the the hodgepodge sort of effect of like TV where it was like, you know, you could bounce between a handful of channels and maybe find like a horror movie, you Mm -hmm. know, between like the sci-fi channel. And you mentioned TNT earlier, like a lot of them, and a lot of them played late later at like, you know, nothing was really getting like accessible during the day. You couldn't watch Mari and then a fucking horror movie. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But, But, but so, you know, it just like, I don't know. It just kind of like, to me, that always, I think as an adult now, that kind of like that, that has settled in as like this, like ubiquitous, like when I'm like looking at stuff on a, on a streaming service, like I, I can go through 15, 16, you know, different movies of like completely different, like types of horror, you know, Mm -hmm. and every single one of them sounds interesting to me. And I think, I I think that's because, you know, I never got stuck in a pocket when, when I was younger, I never had like, you know, I never was consistently watching just like Halloween, you know, or, or just, you know, nightmare on Elm street movies. It was like, you, you, you were forced to take what you could get. And so, you know, you got that kind of helped you develop i think like got the bigger breadth of taste for like the different styles of horror movies that are that are out there you know because there's there's all sorts uh you know whether you're talking about you know even like you mentioned foreign movies like whether you're talking about like like the the italian the great italian oh, fuck like, yeah. horror movies or fuck or, yeah or, or like just american there's still like there's like so many different styles and and to yeah. each aspect i mean italian horror is is a whole <laughs> uh, it's a whole other beast man italian horror movies are fucking so goddamn enjoyable like they like, yes like yes. from like from like the smoothness of the actors and their roles to like the way the visuals like the, the visual visuals, look is yeah. the fucking sound like the like like I don't know, man. It's just they, they like just, they, they just, just do. They have a whole. It's like an art craft to them. Like they just. Is. Oh my god! They put so much. It almost seems like like I didn't get introduced to Italian horror movie and honestly until like, um, the last, you know, like six or seven years. Um, uh-huh. um, but man, yeah, they just. It's just like, it just it just seems like they, and I'm not knocking any American horror movies, but it just seems like they put like everything they have into it and it's like a love letter to horror because th- some of those movies are just masterpieces yeah uh, i think i think you're right like each one feels like like a like you said like a kind of a, like a love letter to the to the genre itself and that's 
like a really uncanny thing for like any film genre to like really kind of like capture on a regular basis. It, like, I tell you, like, no these beautiful homages to the to its its own genre, you know. And, and I don't know what it was, but Italian horror movie also had these great ways of like they would do so much more out of the box bonkers fucking shit that you weren't seeing in American horror movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and and that's exactly like why you know american horror movies eventually had to step it up but it was because i think there was a thirst there that they like in a demographic there that they were totally just missing and they totally. and like eventually like directors and people making horror movies in the states like recognize that because um, like obviously people think of you know suspiria when you say suspiria um, is such a beautiful fucking movie dude like Dario Argento, but he has so many great movies. And like, when you watch when you watch one of his movies, you know it's his a fucking Argento movie, especially his earlier ones. Because mm-hmm. like, there's just, some of the stuff that happens in those movies are just, like I said are just so like phenomena. I love that movie. It has one of the most balls to the wall, insane fucking last acts you'll ever see in a movie. Dude. And I feel like only he could have pulled that off. Yo. I, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, man. Like, I think, I mean, the, like Argento is, is the the good is the, you know, the great example. But um, who was a, uh, oh fuck, it was a, uh, the guy that the director of a Zombie. Oh, Lucio Fulci. Yeah, Fulci. That's it. I was like trying to have trying to remember how to pronounce his last name. There's like in in like one of the most visceral fucking things that I remember. And this was like something I remember seeing. Uh, probably too young <laughs> was that like that cla- i mean it's kind of a classic shot now but like that that moment with like the the eye getting gouged oh yeah by the glass like it's like like the, the character i can't remember the name of the character but he's getting like pulled slowly closer to this glass shard that's sticking out and it's just it's just such a slow paced intense sequence because you know where it's going and then it fucking goes there and yeah. that's something that like i think people like italian directors really like i like, tortured gave people, yeah <laughs> they fucking they gave people like what they like what like they didn't they yeah. didn't they didn't like you know cut the last minute and turn to a shadow right when the person was getting killed no, they, they stayed showed they showed yeah. you that fucking kill and it was and, brutal yeah because yeah. you think about like things like texas chainsaw like when the first texas chainsaw some of those like uh original C, like you know some of those like like really infamous kills aren't even like on screen kills right you right. know and so that's something like again i think that's something that like that's they eventually point, learned yeah. from italian directors was just like fucking show them they're like, very vi- they're, they're very visceral and yeah. they will like not everyone's gonna like it but yeah they that's what I, it's a good point and that's the they're other not, thing they're not afraid to do these things and something it, it, something you just said i i really agree with and that's uh it's is that the, you know horror movies are polarizing and they are mm-hmm they like the the way that horror movies have been successful is just embracing that yeah never go into never like try to i i never want to see a horror movie where somebody's like tried to appeal to everybody you know what i mean i want right i want uh, that director i want that writer's like story i want them to deliver it how they like how it's supposed to be delivered i want to see if i like it or not if i'm grossed out by it or not you know and, and I think horror movies have stayed true to that in a lot of ways, where they've stayed that sort of polarizing, you're going to be into it or you're going to be grossed out by it kind of thing, you know? So it's a good point. 
Um, really quickly, uh, let's do like a quick little jump back to what we were talking about before. So before you got older and were able to see a lot more horror movies, what were some of your favorite horror movies when you were younger? Um, I would say like when I was younger, you know, I, like I'd say like, uh, I remember the, the thing. Okay. <laughs> it's another kind of like, I mean, it's horror, but it's sci- It's another sci-fi uh, as well but, but another carpenter classic yeah yeah dude john carpenter john I, I would argue that john carpenter is probably my favorite horror director okay. of all time okay. like he i've always loved his movies because like because there's always bonkers shit going on in them there's always gross par- like creatures or something nasty happening or iconic music or like okay like john, I, I think you mentioned argento earlier real quick i was gonna say like I, I put I put Dario Argento and John Carpenter in similar categories because they pull off these really iconic works, mm-hmm. but they also have like they they encap they they do the whole thing. Like Argento, uh, famously like worked with Goblin for like multiple yeah, films. I'm glad you mentioned that. Some of the Tenenbrae is like the best soundtrack ever. In my that's opinion. what I'm, dude. That that's what I mean. Like it's it's like like some of those movies and I know I, what I you're put saying. Carpenter right up there. Yeah. Like they they they. Like they just fucking nail every mm-hmm. aspect, including this, like the the the, the soundtracks and the, the okay. you know the audio. But uh, anyway, so yeah, like a lot of lot of Carpenter. But um, also, you know, like I, I I don't know if I'd call it like a horror movie necessarily, but it's what got me into the classic monster movies. Uh, it was this movie called uh, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Meet Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> and and. Uh, you know, it, it has Bella Lugosi as Dracula and it has uh, fucking what's his name? Lon Chaney, uh, okay. you know, in it as the werewolf and everything. And so it, it it became this segue into, for me, some of those like some of those older classical works, which is like things that I would get away. I'd be able to watch, like, even if okay. my mom, even if my mom was around, you know what I mean? Fair. Uh, yeah. But uh you know like i think i didn't get into like a lot of the good hard stuff until like a little later on like 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 i never got to see suspiria until i was definitely a teenager you know what i mean fair uh which is probably good but yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah like i you know i i don't know if i you you mentioned things like um like predator earlier like i you know the, the, those kinds of movies like i think those were floating around a lot more often uh, uh those kinds of horror like specific horrors like i just seek out like i said more like f- either like late night for myself if i could which was very rare at times or okay. like you know if i could get away with sneaking like one from the video store or something like that <laughs> Which okay. was like, which was like a lot of times that those were hodgepodge ones. The ones from videos, like if I could get away with like renting one, it would like it would be like you know something that didn't look like very gnarly, but it would be like a really like off offshoot like horror movie, you know? Okay. But, oh, like what? Like what about you though? Probably like, like some of my like I said, I mentioned the Friday the Thirteenth. Um, when I was younger, I was also a fan of Cronenberg's Fly. Um, yeah the fly has always been a staple man like one of my favorites and still to this day is richard donner's the omen that movie when i was young that was one of those first movies that really fucking got to me and really affected me that movie like right early in the movie there's a scene where the um 
where like the housemaid kills yeah. herself dude that that and then to this day one of my all-time favorite and most brutal kills in the movie is when the guy gets beheaded by the plate glass window but when i was young that movie just fucked with me yeah you know dude. what i mean because it was like this you this kid you know kids are seen as innocent but no it was just i love that fucking movie yeah dude that's a good call man things like a you know, kind of in that line, in that line, I, I remember similarly, uh, it doesn't hold up if you ask me, but children of the corn, when it, when it came, oh, yeah. when it hit like kid it, horror, yeah. Kid horror had a different effect, especially if you were at a younger age. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about like that until right now, it, but it, it, it definitely like, I mean, it's the same thing with that, with Chucky. I think, you know, at that, at that age that I saw it, it was like i could i i have toys <laughs> you know like, and so it's like when you when you see things like uh like you know kids particularly like maybe around your age or a little bit younger or whatever just kids in general like not you know being murderous or being evil like it's i don't know it's shocking it's, yeah it's shocking because you're just like yeah. i'm not like that <laughs> right like right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's a good catch, man. Uh, Poltergeist, you know, Poltergeist other- was another like like childhood, like younger favorite was Poltergeist was original Toby Hooper's Poltergeist. It's classic. Yeah, Poltergeist is like a. I mean, it's it's still just like it's still like a worth a good a good one to just kind of to watch. I think it's a, it's 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 become a foundational movie for a lot of a lot of other works. I think. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I ever really got into like the sequels, the follow-ups to that, you know, the, the Poltergeist. Fair. Movie, but, but I definitely do enjoy the first one. Mm. Um, similarly, but also kind of in like a, like an even darker direction. I, I remember watching The Exorcist when I was too young. Like that, <laughs> that movie, like, like I love The Exorcist movie. It's haunting and it's still, mm. it still gives me the same chills as it did the first time I fucking watched it. Mm. Um, but maybe not when i was like the first time but you know what i mean like the like the the but like i think what got me about that was similarly like the age the age of the the you know the the act the actress that was anyway the age of the of, of the actress you know and like just that time general like association with like your childhood mm-hmm. makes like made you feel so fucking vulnerable yeah like it's a good point like could like, this happen to me you know what i mean yeah like it, that and and like particularly in that movie where it's that that shit like some of the things just feel so raw and like i mean there's there's you know like didn't then wasn't there like some shit like didn't she actually like like hurt her neck and stuff like that in certain sequences and whatnot like, yeah there's like there's like it's one of those like haunted movies where like things yeah. happened on the set you know what i mean yeah there's like yeah it, but it's just it, it just gives you and that's kind of the thing about that movie and also just in general like the exorcist kind of like has this myth the mythos is sort of built up around it that makes that movie like extra juicy i think now same same with the omen so yeah. yeah i get what you're saying but um but but you know the omen had had sequels as well as the Exorcist. true true and, and i don't think 
Like I, I don't know. Did you ever like get into like no. those types of sequels to move to horror movies? No. You know, like those no. kinds of staple movies, like The Omen. Like I just, I just don't think they ever needed to like try and no. flush out more. You know, I don't think they needed to either. Same with Exorcist and or it, Poltergeist. Like and and it, it, it kind of takes away almost from like the 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 potential like lasting effects and scares of those original movies, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like unnecessary at times. Like another, like what? what? I was gonna say it's like Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery (laughs) Two. Yeah, the first one's a classic. Um, Another two, another, another two of my favorite younger movies. Though we can talk about something else, but another two of my favorite uh, younger horror movies. Um, Oh my god! Now that I just said that, I'm gonna forget. So one of them is laughable. and I don't know what it was about it. I think I just liked the concept, but Maximum Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Oh, I loved that movie when I was younger. Like semi truck horror. It's, it's just a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, a, that's a good call. Yeah, it was just I don't know. And then, then like I got older and I read the short story and like, but that's one of those movies that's like so panned by everybody. And even it was the first time like he had directed a movie and is like infamously like coked out of his mind and he like denounced it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but uh, you know like there's there's a few stephen like you know stephen king works i think they tried to adapt um just because it was like some of them were really successful uh but i don't think it takes away from like the 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 works them like necess- I, I, I let me try to say i i feel like like when they're labeled Stephen King works, it gives them like an unfair sort of weight, you know, where it's like they have this like expectation to be upheld. I see what you're saying. And so you don't get to like just take them for what they are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and there's, and- there, there's this werewolf one, Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that I like I, that movie. I really enjoy. It. I don't. I don't think people enjoy it as much as I do sometimes, but I think it's a solid fucking fun movie, you know. Gary Busey classic, but <laughs> and then the other one, and it was like my first introduction, probably to like vampire horror, but Lost Boys, like oh. just a, yeah, a classic. Lost Boys is a fucking. It's all yeah. It's a classic. It's a fun. And that movie. was it. That was another one where, like you said, it was like a group of teens, so it was more like you know, it hit that spot where you're like. I wish I could go out and be a vampire and just, you know, Dude, totally. Like they were so <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah. And, and even like, even if you were skewing a little younger and you had like, you, you could relate to, you know, the Corys in the movie where, you know, they were like, they wanted to be the vampire hunters and the, you know, and it's just like, there's, there's something in that movie for a, a lot of people I'd say. True. But yeah, that, that's a good call. Um, I know this, this one's kind of a dumb one, but, uh, uh, I, I used to have like a really I, I still don't like spiders too much but I used to have a really big issue with spiders mm-hmm. and uh, that I think I can trace back a little bit to the movie Arachnophobia yeah my sister's the same way <laughs> dude that movie like I'm, this is embarrassing to share but that movie fucked like when I first saw that it fucked me up like I was like, I slept in my bathroom that the night that, that I watched that movie because I was like, I could lock the door and put a towel by the door, and I know when there's, <laughs> I know there's nothing in here and crawling around, and like it was like it got me paranoid about spiders. Like it's and, it's it's and that funny movie, you say that. That movie now is like laughable. You know, it is, I mean? it is, it is, it, it's it, it is laughable, but 
It's funny you say that because my sister was the same way when we were younger. Like, I always wanted to watch that movie. Yeah. That was one of those movies that I always wanted to watch when I was a kid. And my sister would flat out be like, no, we're not watching it. So I didn't get to watch it until I was older. And then I was like, why was she so like, <laughs> you know, but I get it. If you have a phobia of something and you see yeah. that movie, it's going to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one got me for sure. That's awesome. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. What were, what were, do you have like a, maybe like a movie or two that the first time you saw, you were just like instantly in love with it? Like, I mean, I, I gotta say, like, honestly, you mentioned Suspiria earlier, and that was one of those movies that like I immediately fell in love with. And it wasn't necessarily like the first time I watched that movie, the story was really confusing to me. <laughs> as, as like a lot of Italian horror movies are. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, it's so it wasn't so much like the compelling nature of the story. It was it was like the like everything about it, like the way the blood looked, the way you know the the, the sound. Hello? Yo 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 yo. Oh no. Yo. You there? You have to fix this part too. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, Italian horror movies are confusing. But what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, you know, it was it was for me like that movie. It was like it was so much about like, you know, the way like the visuals were. You know, the 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 opening where it's you know just even like the journey of her going to the dance school was eerie mm-hmm. and and oh creepy fuck yeah and and you know the the way the fucking blood was like so red in that movie it was like something i hadn't seen in like a, in a horror okay. movies up until then you know the, that kind of like visual style mm-hmm. and and like and and the 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 again the goblin sort of you know collaboration there it was it was like it it wasn't it it was just it was just like enough to just suck me into that kind of i think made me it was one of those movies where it was like it made me realize like horror movies can have like i think you called it earlier like they can have like an artistic aspect to them you know totally like a real like art house sort of vibe if you will but but it, it fucking can work and um so it's like you know like i'd say like you know something like that or whew, you know uh like the first time I'd say like the first time I watched not not the not the first alien movie but the, the aliens okay where, where yeah. it was like Classic. it was like a little more of like that action but also had like lots of jump scares and stuff like that where I was like that was like one where it made me start looking for other sort of like like pretty good paced you know like like movies some you know okay. it made you realize that there was like I don't know like different aspects to horror you know uh, that was one of those like wide white kind of moments there's different types of horror movies <laughs> <laughs> you know um but then Fair. you you know you dive into like i mean again like things like uh you know same thing with god dude i mean i guess I, I could just keep going on that like same thing with like like the first time i saw uh fucking nightmare on elm street it, okay. it, it became burned into my fucking memory I, you know like burned into my mind like like whether it was the like i mean you have to give it up for robert england uh, as his like has his his freddy krueger character like whether of it was that, that menacing character itself or the the iconic you know glove and, and sweatshirt or or just the fucking visceral gnarly deaths you got to see in that movie where mm-hmm. you were like holy shit there's like so fucked like like it was it was just one of those like 
I don't know. You just immediately, like, you just immediately get stuck with you, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What about you, though? What, 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 like, what am I? Probably the earliest one is, like I said, I when I was younger, like, I'd seen some horror movies, but I had, uh, I had this, so they were a pair of brothers, and they were a couple of years older than me. And I went and stayed the night at their house one night, and they showed me from dusk till dawn. Ooh. By the time the end of that movie rolled, I was like, let's watch it again. Like, I was just in love. It's a yeah. fucking amazing, like, oh, man. Dude, from dusk till dawn is definitely, I'd put that in my top, in the top five vampire movies for sure. That's definitely, yeah, same here. Like, that, you know, it, it's just, it's, my, aside from it being a, like a fucking awesome vampire movie, it's just, it's, it's just there's so much fucking fun violence in that movie. Yeah, it's 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 like a different type of vampire movie. Like it's just totally. so balls to the wall. Yeah, it ain't it ain't your it great ain't characters. Dracula, you know. Yeah. Well, at the time too, like it was like so vulgar and yeah, I don't know, just different than what I'd seen for the most part. It is, yeah. It, yeah it's definitely one of my favorite vampire horror movies. So is Fright Night, the original Fright Night. Ooh, dude, that's a good call. The original Fright Man. Night's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, oh uh, yeah. I, I recently, I, I will say this. I didn't get it. I didn't watch Fright Night until probably like a few years ago for the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that, that like, it was one that, like, you know, you'd always heard about and you knew it was, like, you know, around. But it was like, like, I finally found, like, it was just like on a streaming service or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. And so, you know, I popped it on and I just immediately, like, as an adult, I'll, I can say, like, I immediately was like, I fucking love that. Like, that, yeah. that ride, you know? That's such mm-hmm. a good vampire movie. Uh, yeah, you know, like, I, when it comes to vampire movies and stuff like that, you know, I've never really been uh, super big into, super into same. vampires. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it was for so long, it was just a lot of the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I hear you. I want to suck your blood. I'm going to creep in your window. I'm going to turn into a fucking bat. You got a lot of generic vampire shit. And so like movies like that, where, you know, you got a little bit extra, the vampires were like way cooler design than you've fucking seen before. Of course. You know, yeah. and with Lost Boys, it was also like a kind of different aesthetic a little bit, you know, it was yeah. Uh, like both of those. I really, I could really enjoy, but I didn't, I didn't really dig, you know, I can't, I still don't really like, I wouldn't put it on necessarily. Uh, Gary Oldman's Dracula. Like okay. it's, it's a, it's a, it's like an iconic movie in a lot of ways, but it's just the one that like, I, I don't know. It just, that re it just never hit for me. You know, I hear you. Yeah. Like it, I was never, know, yeah. I, I mean, I obviously I like vampires and zombies, but they were never like my favorite, uh, genres either. That's what I was going to ask. Though. I was like, I was like, you know, so for me, vampires is one of them. What, what like is zombies kind of another one that's sort of like low on your horror totem pole. Yeah, like I really like Return of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Yeah, and you know, obviously, Night of the Living Dead and and Dawn of the Dead are classics. But yeah, I was I don't know I just especially nowadays with like how much they've overdone zombies. Like it's just I don't know. I can take it. I can take it or leave it. It's really interesting, you know. the Romero zombie movies, I have, I have like a, you know, like a special place for. Of course. But particularly Dawn of the Dead, because that that movie, uh, like a lot of like movies from for myself that like hold like a place in my heart, they they have it has such awesome visual like, a, mm-hmm. like a visual aesthetic for the time. It just works so well, like, mm-hmm. um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you, like with with zombies in particular, though. Uh, like, it's an, it's an interesting dynamic where The Walking Dead, when it when it popped as a television show, it was really compelling at first and really kind of cool. And you're like, cool zombies. These zombies are pretty awesome. And like, mm-hmm. and then it it if you ask me, it it kind of it's overstayed its welcome and sort of like oh yeah, it, oh it's, yeah, it's sort of beaten that that horse to death you know oh like, without a doubt especially and, with like the spin-off shows i don't know yeah and, and now and, there's and, like and then they made a million and one different zombie movies in between that's what i'm saying it's, it's been f- same with like vampires before that like where there was like a big boom of like it's just been done to death yeah and and yeah, exactly, and and so it just it just it leaves me like not that interested anymore. You know, I completely I, I, agree. You know where where vampires have kind of uh, been pushed, you know, too much onto onto people. I would I, like I would say werewolves have also been up there, but I still really love werewolves. Like I love there's, yeah, but there's not as many like I don't know. Like you could you could you could go in and type in vampire zombie movie and there'd be a thousands of them i don't think there's really as many like good you no. know there's obviously like uh um american werewolf in london totally uh, totally there's like american werewolf in london you know the howling which was the howling really awesome. yeah <laughs> like i mean yeah <laughs> uh, you know and and you know things like um the, there's one i haven't watched but i've heard i've heard it's pretty pretty solid uh uh bad moon i think it's called um, I don't. I haven't seen it either. Actually, but but, but, but there, yeah. you know, there, there's like I don't know why. I just I'm still really like I'm really into like werewolf movies. They but but that that is because like I, out of like those, you know, I'm thinking about like uh sort of like the classic the classic characters. Right. If you if you think about it, like the, the you know Dracula, like Universal Frankenstein, yeah, the or, Universal yeah. monsters, like those ones, like the werewolf, uh, the Wolfman, if you will, was always like my favorite. Okay. okay. Um. And and I don't know. I just like still to this day. I just like I like that thing of the inner beast sort of thing. You know, cool. Uh, yeah. You know, but but uh, yeah, they just they don't make very many good ones. Like that. That's the thing. Like you know, there's like some some of my most favorite werewolf movies are ones I can laugh at, which is unfortunate. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because they just don't have very many good ones. That's they have like some the, really solid yeah. ones, but 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 they you know they just. You don't want to watch them all the time. That's uh, true. Uh, so you know, you have, yeah, yeah, you just have those like random ones. What, what out of out of those like the kind of classic lineup? What do you have a favorite out of those characters? You know, like there's a uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon as well as like the that's a classic. Man, you know, like yeah, I don't know, I don't, I, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. I always liked Frankenstein. Um, yeah, when I was younger. Frankenstein's, uh, Frankenstein's but, such a great character. Like the Frankenstein monster is such an interesting character, it actually, is. because it's it just is. like it's something. It's a creature that doesn't know why it exists, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and like what it's yeah like, there for. And so, like nothing it does is right, and everything it does makes it look like a monster. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. It's a good. That's why you sympathize with it. Yeah, but I I always really like the. Uh, the creature design of the Gill Man, like oh, you said, yeah, from, dude. from uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, "That's creepy," you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. No, no joke. Like the design on that is so fucking legendary. Like that's one. Like I really want to start getting like more. Like I really want to start getting horror movie, like horror theme tattoos. Like it's been a goal of mine to start like making this entire leg of mine like all different 
horror things. And I, I knew a long time ago that I wanted to get like a handful of the, you know, classic you know, universal characters, but that was like the first one on my list. Like the Wolfman, I was like, you know, may, maybe I'll get the wolf, the classic Wolfman, but the creature from like the Gill Man, as you, you know, is like one of the best designs out of that entire era, yeah. you know, like totally. It, yeah. And anyway, so yeah, that's, that's all. What about, um, like kind of moving into like, uh, some of those more in like nineties era movies. Do you have like a favorite director or anything that came out of that? Like, you know, that kind of time frame. you know, you have like, hmm. I mean, I, I honestly, like I would, I would immediately jump to Wes Craven just because of well, like, yeah. the, the volume of work that he kind of put out. Like, Scream, that, like yes. that became iconic, you know, screams, one of my favorite movies ever made. Um, yeah. And that, and that's that. And, and scream came around at like a time where like it gave the horror genre, like a much needed shot in the arm. Cause like, it was just kind of just at this point where it had all been done and it was kind of just, I don't know. And then scream came along and just completely flipped everything on its head. Like it's such a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. Well, and that's like one of the things I was thinking about this earlier. One of the things I love about Scream, like I, I'm with you, dude. I love that franchise. Like I think it's so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but what I love is that it's like it's a it's a self aware movie, right? It's like it, right. it 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 realizes and the characters in it realize that they wouldn't be in that predicament. Or in Scream itself as a movie wouldn't exist if all these other horror movies hadn't come before it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and I think that's something that's so fucking cool about that movie is that like it's it pumps some fresh fucking life into the horror genre particularly the slasher horror movies yeah um, but it also like equally pays like great respect to of course like the back the uh, the backs of the horror movies that it's coming off of and yeah uh, i mean they're they watch fucking halloween in it so of course like yeah you know and, what I mean? and that's what i mean it's like it's like i think it's just such a brilliant like i think that's one of the reasons why it becomes so like uh, person like it just attack you can like get you know really get attached to that franchise just because it's like you know if you're yeah. a fan you're just like right there too you're just you know you're like I bet I know what's movie, gonna happen that next is, <laughs> that movie is kind of like another one of those like love letters to like to the genre I've seen that movie so many times it's so great yeah I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, scream that's coming out here soon like to see what they do with it like because it's because it's like a Scream five, it's not, right? It's not necessarily it's just titled Scream, but it's like yeah. but yeah, it's Scream Five. But it's not necessarily like I don't know if it's like it's not necessarily like a reboot because it has some of those legacy characters, but it's also gonna be like a new movie going forward establishing newer characters. I'm just excited to see it. Totally. Like I'm not always opposed to that with these movies, you know. Uh-huh. Like like I you know, I just I, I'm I look forward to seeing if they do justice to the you know to the franchise and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out if it works out fucking hell yeah but uh yeah dude i mean can just just like i i I don't think anything maybe maybe i'm this is a hot take on there i i really don't think anything was as iconic horror wise coming out of the 90s as scream ended up being of course like there's some good like candy man's good i really liked like uh 
a movie that came after Scream. I know what you did last summer, like, but yeah. Oh, dude, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was just gonna bring that up. I watched. Yeah. I recently watched uh, the back-to-back double feature. I know what you did last summer, and I still know what you still did last know, summer. Yeah. The sequel and is nowhere near as good. But the sequel's really bizarre. Hey, but putting that aside, the the first one is like in that yeah in that same sort of like kind of spooky slasher vein it's a, it's well, a pretty fucking solid movie part, like it, part of the reason that's movie's so good too is it was written by kevin williamson who wrote scream so. yeah well and that and the, yeah and that's it like that's like the the i mean it has like a very yeah has that vibe you know yes um yeah yeah very iconic uh the hook man i mean not the hook man sorry but uh the fisherman like that's a cool killer too like yeah i, I it was just it was interesting though because it's like you know in rewatching him i i was like you you don't have like any affinity for that character you know like that was the difference in a, in a lot of ways where like in scream you're kind of i mean not that he's like the you know a good guy or anything but you're kind of into uh ghost face you're like the ghost face dude is like is like this fucking like creep it's this killer it's like it was weird he's like i don't know he's he's like intriguing to watch the fisherman yes, guy. like yes. you're sort of like you know he's just like a very like i would say like almost in that michael myers sort of way this like faceless presence where he's just he shows up michael myers becomes a better a bigger character but but this presence that shows up does the job slashes you and then it's like on like out and onto the next victim you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you're not really like i don't know you, i don't really care what the what that person's doing in between whereas like i'd like to see more from other characters you know okay <laughs> I, I i i know what you mean i know what you mean but but yeah, like that, that I didn't realize, I'll say this. I didn't realize that they made a third movie in that franchise. I've never seen it. We should talk. We should, we should, I know it went straight to fucking DVD. So <laughs> we should, we should review that at some point. Cause yeah, I'm sure it's fucking bad. Yeah. Um, I guess, I, you know, you know, it was another, what? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was just going to say another movie that pops into my mind in that general time frame, uh, is final destination. Okay. Uh, the first, the first were, one is so creative. The first, yeah. Uh-oh. The first, the first two, I think, were, were really had some really like intense, oh, memorable stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, that was an interesting, like, just as like an interesting plot, like. Oh, that so movie, creative. That movie, like, literally makes death like the the killer, right? Like, it's like so the, creative. Yeah. And and yeah, it was like something I hadn't seen in a movie up and you know before that really, where it was like the, the evil was death itself. <laughs> you know? True. Like, and so that was like a really kind of like interesting, compelling thing because I like that movie uh, uh particularly gives gives you this inescapable sense, man. Like I mean how are you gonna how are you gonna beat death? right yeah that's a good point that's like like us not even like necessarily the kills or anything in those franchises it's literally that concept that scares the fuck out of you the entire time you can't outrun you know yeah yeah and i think that's really kind of cool another another one of my favorite 90s horror movies and i think it it's kind of in the same vein as like a scream or i know just last summer is urban legend Ooh. i just thought it was such and to this day, I still think it's just such a very creative concept. And urban legends in themselves are just so intriguing and so interesting. I love that movie. That's a really good call, man. It's 
like I know I've seen Urban Legend. It's not burned into my mind. Okay. But like that's a that's one I may just have to like I may just have to rent just to like yeah you should it's it's great because you're not yeah and you know you mentioned just urban legend in general like it is kind of interesting like if you think about that like you know just like how like I don't know just how urban legends come to come to like yeah you know be (laughs) is sort of like a weird I mean and then I mean I mean you have other movies based on that too you mentioned Candyman earlier you know Uh, Uh you know think. Like when a stranger calls is another one. Yeah, like that's oh, that's interesting. Yeah, good call. Yeah, there's. That's like, also that's why I liked like the book series, um, scary stories to tell in the dark, because it was like these different variations of like urban legends that come from different parts of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a really like that was uh, that. I mean, as a kid reading that, like helped bolster. Your, yeah your horror love even more you know that book series i completely agree like not only the stories but the fucking artwork in the there, artwork dude. as a kid was terrifying oh like, my god i i remember just like even though i loved horror like some of those pictures just were like whoo you yeah. know <laughs> yeah they chilled your bones yes uh, they did yeah they did you ever did you ever see that like that that movie they made it was all right. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't watched it. it. Would you consider it like worth worth watching if you like the story yeah. as well? Yeah, I, I'd watch it. Hell yeah. Okay. I, I I think that I don't know. I for what it was, it was good. But I think that it would have it would have been better if it could have been rated R and they could have done a, been a little bit more dark or a little bit more violent. But it was I yeah. liked it. It was that, cool. It was cool. It was cool to see that come to the screen. That's something that has very much hindered certain movies, I think, in the past. Of course. Where, where it's like, you know, if like, yeah, if you're trying to like really get somebody, like having to like tame your movie down to a PG-13 level doesn't mm-hmm. always do it justice. Like, mm-hmm. I think about things like, um, like the movie, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Signs. Signs is a movie that like the concept freaks me the fuck out yeah like, your family's just living on their farm and the next thing you know boom a fucking crop circle appears on your farm and then next thing you know aliens are fucking like showing up around town and shit like that mm-hmm. but the 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 tameness that they ended up having to like you know put that movie at that pg-13 level gives you like a, two or three jump scares in that entire movie and <laughs> And it's like it takes this concept that can be truly fucking that can really get you, and it just makes it. Yeah. Okay. It just makes it kind of like, I don't know. Like after you're done with the movie, you're not like still thinking about how terrified you were. You know, you're just sort of like, right. Ah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just... Shyamalan was one of those directors, dude. Like one of those like you know, two thousands and on directors that really sort of like had promise, had yeah. some like really intriguing like new sort of spooky work sixth sense is obviously the big one god um, damn yeah uh, the first time you see that twist ending you're like whoa you yeah know dude I mean? yeah. and that movie had some solid jump scares in it, it too. did i'll it say did. that man um but but you know like that that dude like the last like the, the movie that he just came out with old i i want to see it still i haven't I, seen it i want to watch it but i'm not like i don't know like it, it i, I I don't know. Like, I'm just. I'm mostly just intrigued as to like how they get off of the beach, <laughs> you know, or if they but, even do, or what the twist is. Yeah, yeah 
but, that's but, one of those things with this movies where he's like kind of written himself into a corner where now you're just like there better be this like people are this is the way i think that people look at it it's like if he doesn't deliver some great twist then people are going to be disappointed which kind of is detrimental it's yeah it puts himself like you said it puts himself in like a very specific pocket where it's like all right mm-hmm. like you better deliver <laughs> yeah uh but you know the other thing i wanted i wanted to make sure we touched on was was um our you know our 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 love for for like not just like good horror movies and bad horror movies and all this it's just it's just like you know the 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 breadth of of like entertainment that you can get from different types of horror whether it's like a serious horror movie slasher or like a grindhouse movie uh, where it's like really kind of like vintage and fun and like Mm -hmm. or you know an italian movie where you can really get into like the stylistic aspects of the film or you know or if it is like a sort of like you know um just like an over-the-top kind of movie uh (laughs) you know like those are the kinds like 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 uh hellraiser dude a hellraiser is such a fucking iconic movie and so intense and like such a wild idea yeah and and it's like visually fucking gnarly like it's one of those like yeah it's it's a big movie that's one of those like big movies that i think they go over the top and they go and they fucking nail it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. um like like those are some of the things I like. I, I like that movie in itself holds like so many different elements of like why I love horror. You know? Okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess like that that'd probably be like a really good like like one to hold up on, uh, on my end. Like like if you, if I could think of like you know if you could think of like a movie like that where it's like it holds like like just you know, it holds like you know all like all like mo- all those aspects that that you really like look to it's hard i mean like I yeah. guess, you know I, because because especially like things like you know how you and i both really enjoy laughing at like horror movies too where it's like santa's sleigh where it's goldberg <laughs> ki- you know fucking killing killing a room full of like oh, b-list celebrities sake, yeah. or something you know that, like, I- that intro is amazing i yeah. i was talking i was telling somebody i was like that's the last time i saw chris Catan on film <laughs> and just frandra yeah oh man so it's like you know it's 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 hard to capture like there's no it's hard to capture like everything i love about horror but there's mm-hmm. there's there's certain you know there's definitely like i don't know i guess i'm just trying to express there's just so much that people can really enjoy about this genre that i think they Fuck they yeah. take for granted and i don't i don't think that like i'm not i'm not trying to knock it but i think people modern modern uh, viewers get really like stuck with this idea of like a horror movie being like a saw movie or something you know right which like saw movies are pretty cool like i, I love I, the first two i yeah. dropped off after a bit after a while but you know it the concept it, yeah. i think it, i think that that got stuck in people's minds and it got so big that it kind of like like horror became that for a second then horror became paranormal activity movies for a second it's and true I, and i think it kind of put this distance there's trends that fu- yeah yeah because the trends got really like like i think they tried to like franchise horror movies for a bit mm-hmm. and i don't think that's what horror movies are built for necessarily no, no every now and then you get a really awesome character that comes out 
you know, we got lucky with with Jason and with Freddie and with Michael. Mm-hmm. But you don't always get those and you don't no. always need those. You know, it's you just, true. Horror movies can be great one offs where it's just filled with fucking nastiness and like awesome kills and like weird humor and like all this shit that you can just, yeah. like, you know, it's something that like I just I'm I'm grateful that like it, it's it's still alive in 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 2021 but i'm i'm like i'm also like i'm i hope that they like that that people still make just like you know independent one-offs i hope not everything becomes like a. that's why some of my favorites like some of my favorite horror movies of the past like uh like 15 years or whatever like so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna list off four movies here that i are some of my favorite movies that i can think of and like recent memory so house of the devil yep yep cabin in the woods yep you're next Ooh. and hereditary i oh. love those four, those are those are some of my favorite horror movies like of all time dude those are solid man house of the devil was it was hard to believe that that was like like a modern movie you know what i mean it, 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 yeah it, it, it looks like Oh my God, they did it. Yeah, fantastic. It's, it's it perfectly hits the notes it, it's going for. Oh yeah. Uh, hereditary, holy shit, dude. Like, Dude, I don't, mm. there's just something about that movie, man. Cause okay, so the thing about this movie is I've watched this movie through three different, very different periods of my life recently. So the first couple times I watched it, I was in my addiction and it's such a dark movie. There was just something about it that drawed me to it. And I just fell in love with it. When I was in treatment, I watched it another couple times. Um, and I had like a different way of looking at it. I was getting clean. And then I've, since I've been clean for a, good, for a chunk of time, I've watched it multiple times too. I don't know. I just, it, uh, there's just something about that movie that it like, it's hard. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I want to say that I, part of me, is just connected to that movie because it got me through a really hard time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, oh, for sure. There's like, in it, it sounds like that. Like you know, you mentioned uh, horror being somewhat of a comfort. It, it, it sounds like that play, that movie because you've experienced it in in multiple different ways. Like has become one of those like it's got a place like you know it it'll be a movie in your heart for the rest yes. of your of your life. Yes. You know, like then yes. that's one of those beautiful things that. You know, I, I hope at some point so everybody gets to like get have a movie or two like that. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That's why yeah. like things like things like the the movie experience is like so important to me because of course you know whether 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 it's whether it's with horror or or, or other like it whatever it is yeah you know like though like movies have have such a like a special great way of. of of taking you somewhere and making you feel uh, they're an but, escape. Yeah, they can like they can make you escape while also making you feel fucking human. Like you mm-hmm. know, and and sometimes they can take you on these like wild adventures, and you and it makes you like I don't know. Sometimes with like with horror, it makes you like wonder about your own fucking mortality in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and like wonder where you're at with in life in the way where it's like, you know. I don't yeah. know, just like things push you, man. And like I, I yeah, I, that's that's cool. Like hereditary. It's like is I said, such a horror, goddamn good movie, dude. It's amazing. But horror has always been a comfort and it's been there as an escape through 
some really traumatic and hard times in my life and that's why I'll always it's just I just love it yeah but yeah, yeah hereditary man oh my god if, if there's people out there that still haven't seen it and I'm sure there's some people out there that maybe still haven't seen it because they're like oh there's just so much hype around it or like like no go see it it's fucking amazing yeah and it's that... one of those movies where after like you could watch it multiple times and pick up something new you know what I mean totally totally yeah I, I that's i love i love when you like that's the case particularly where it's like mm-hmm. you know there's something for you every time what, yeah i like that uh, that's solid yeah i i you know in thinking about like the future are, are there are there anything any like any particular horror movies or anything on 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 the front like the way that you might be like looking at or looking forward to or is there any well, directors that, that you're hoping come out with anything? Oh, that's a good question. So I know that over the past couple of podcasts, like there's been movies that have come out in the last couple of months, like Malignant, Halloween Kills, that I've been looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to uh, um, Last Night in Soho. Comes out on the 29th. Yeah. Um, that looks fantastic. But I'm speaking of Hereditary. I know that era, like Ari Aster said his next movie is going to be different. It might be some kind of like weird comedy but i'm hoping that he eventually goes back and does another horror movie because he because midsummer too is fucking exceptional so he's someone that i'm gonna keep keeping my eye on yeah yeah um, for sure yeah what about uh, you uh yeah i mean i was just gonna say like I, i'd want to keep my eye on him because like that that's it'd be interesting to see like a dark comedy from that individual um <laughs> But I also just like I really, I really hope that they dig more into into horror. You know, uh, it's cool that James Wan is trying to get away again. It seems like you know with Malignant, um, he's tried to re-embrace like his roots as a director in right. horror. And I think I would, I, I hope that he continues down that path because James Wan became a huge, huge studio name. Uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to being a yeah, director and and i just i think it's like a discredit to to him to like make him do big budget studio movies all the time well, <laughs> you know i really hope that he finds him here. that's what yeah. i mean dude and like and you know even though uh, i think some of the horror like franchises that he helped start like kind of went a little too far i think that like he is a visionary director for sure that can bring like like continue to bring fresh life to the horror genre i completely 100 percent agree you know, so um that that so that, you know that's kind of the, like kind of direction and honestly i i really i really would continue to like you know uh try to see try to follow up on like jordan peele man jordan peele's good work, call work has been like i think he's gonna be uh, a staple when like when you know two or three decades from now people are looking mm-hmm. back he's going to be considered like one of the modern like staples of horror i'm already like so all there's been so far has been like a poster i'm already so intrigued as to what his next movie's going to be like totally dude have you i mean and, and not even just like his movies have you caught any of the uh the twilight zone series that he unfortunately i have not so I, I haven't I, I haven't followed up uh, on the entirety of the second season or anything, but the first season 
was like spot on dude it was okay. such a fucking great show and it made me realize and like his he, he was the, you know the, the, the narrator of yeah movie. and what 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 got me was that he like clearly he's a student of this fucking like craft right he 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 clearly had an affinity for twilight zone and mm-hmm. had an affinity for the particular st- style of like unsettling like st- uh you know uh shows that they were making and like plots that they had and and he captured that and brought that to that new series he captured some of those really classic sort of like claustrophobic vibes that you can get in in things like get out like those sort of like you know these i don't know he's 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 just clearly it's like jj abrams with science fiction Mm -hmm. he's clearly like a fan of horror that has like finally got some like legs and can now like make some good like pieces and i hope that he can okay we'll probably see hopefully some like i don't know fresh fresh stuff man some fresh like life from him in the horror movie genre i think so too he's gonna be around for a while yeah so yeah well, so, yeah, look, this has been fun, and I def. So, this is one of those things where I knew going into this that there's so many things we could talk about, and well, this is so going to be this has got to be a reoccurring thing. I think I got yeah, every, hand, I every say, handful of episodes we should take a break and and do this because because yeah. there's so much we can talk about. We still. could talk for hours and still not talk about it all. So, we definitely need to do a second part of this. But yeah. Totally. Yeah. We'll, we'll, leave the, we'll leave this one there and we'll get, we'll give the hot dogs a little, we'll give their ear holes a little rest. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Like uh, we'll keep, keep going back. Cause we'll have another, we'll have another movie episode coming up. And then honestly, we'll probably, I'd, I'd, I'd like to bang out another one of these too. So we'll, yeah, we'll probably, we'll have some fresh stuff. So you hot dogs, keep enjoying your horror, keep getting spooked and keep listening to the whack Arnold's brothers.